you're listening to It's On Us Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and rate our show. And we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Facebook, and YouTube. So please remember all that and enjoy the episode. So when we talk about the comedy goats, right? Who, who's on your list, Jacob? I feel like you don't really watch comedy. I don't. Like that. Oh, yeah, that I don't a great watch question. A lot of Larry comedy. the Cable Guy. No, you better no. not. No. He, he probably likes like Gable Iglesias. I feel like he he's would like all right. He's, he's all right. right. I like him. I like Jeff Denham. Okay, he's pretty funny. The dude with, with, the, with puppets. the puppets. Yeah, yeah, that, that shit's fucking hilarious. Um, you will like puppets. I like. I I do like Kevin Hart. Some people don't. I do. Mm. And, I like but but I didn't watch like Richard Pryor comedies. I didn't watch that. So therefore, I'm. I know of who he is. I know he was a great comic, but I can't judge him because I didn't watch him. I mean, whenever you get a chance, you should definitely oh, yeah, YouTube and just watch. Oh yeah, I know like... he has one on Netflix. I you know I gotta get around and watch. But mm-hmm. um, I like Eddie Murphy. Okay, that's a good one. And um, Chris Rock. Okay. Okay. That's, okay. That's some good ones. John, what about you? Who who do you like? You it's know, funny to you. I really like. I enjoy <laughs> Cat Williams. I, I think Cat Williams is. Hey. Okay. He's wild. He's like so just out there, just like early Cat Williams, like fighting little kids at the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him in the the, the stool. He always used his stool for something. He'd be swinging it, riding it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's very animated. That was that was always fun to watch. I think his stage presence, like really, in any comedian, like their stage presence plays a role in like how funny you really are. Some people can just sit in one spot and then like tell you jokes and Mm -hmm. you laugh. But like, I like the theatrics of like all of it. Yes. Yep. I, I, yeah, Chris Rock. I, I never, I never thought about that. He's funny, very funny. Okay. Yeah, Clifton. Me, I gotta go with uh, Bernie. R.I.P. to R. one R. of the goats. goats. I love Dave Chappelle. He's at the top of my list. Walking legend right now. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Can't go wrong with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's always been funny. He's a godfather. And um, <clears throat> you know what? Um, man, I can't remember his name right now. When I think of it, I will say it, but he's underrated and most people like look past him. But who do you think? Like, who's on your list? Uh, if I had to do like a Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. I'm definitely putting Dave Chappelle up there. Um, Richard Pryor, because I grew up off of like right, right. Richard Pryor. Um, I can want to say Kevin Hart, but I feel like I his personality, I like Kevin Hart as a person. Comedian right, right. wise, not so much. You know, I just Fair. thought of his name, Tom Segura. He's not up there. He's not a goat or uh, anything. Yeah, but, I, yeah. but I love Tom Segura. He he's, is. What did, what did he play? In? The name sounds really familiar. Yeah, really. I think he just has comedy specials. Yeah, he has comedy White specials. Dude, he played in a couple movies, but like they were like uh like side roles and everything. But mm-hmm. for the most part, he is funny on stage. You guys have to look him up. He looks like a white dude, but he's straight up Hispanic. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. No, yes, that that would probably be like. My idea, like, comedy. I like just, like, I kind of like this, not slapstick comedy, but, like, just, like, funny comedy. So, like, Will Ferrell, he was, like, a good comedian to me. Mm-hmm. He's just, for like, sure. out of the box. Jim Carrey is another person I can just watch for hours because he's just so out there. Adam Sandler. Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah. Can't forget about him. I liked uh, the guy who used to roll with him all the time, too, uh, Rob. What's his name? Rob Snyder. Rob Snyder, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's funny. They're always in movies together, like, all the time. Wouldn't that be cool? Like to be like on a movie set and be like, nah, you got Oh, he's no, he played uh Last Man on Earth. Right? I don't know I if he played him. in Last Man on Earth. I just know he's a stand up comedian mm-hmm. and he is worth watching on Netflix if you haven't he's, watched yeah. him. He will have you dying, bro. Okay. So if you haven't checked him out, check out Tom Segura. Mm. That's for you, Tom. No, that's Shut dope, up. man. That's my so, guy. 
laughter is definitely like the medicine of like life. I feel like if you can get a good laugh in, because we had our share of like just sitting there just laughing about literally nothing. Laughing at me. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're probably the main target, but outside of that, though, I mean, you're like a lightning rod. <laughs> Man, I figured that out last week. I was helping my family clean out, clean out um, my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, scapegoat for something. Jacob, why are you doing that for? Why? Dad, I didn't even do it. It was my own dad, too. Just throwing me under a bus one. I'm like, Dad, I didn't even do this. I was, he probably I did was, the shit. Right. He was like, just be careful. Your brother got stitches last week. Frank had to get stitches because he broke. So crazy. He cut himself on some glass. And I'm Ooh. like, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just moving this. He's like, all right. I know you're clumsy, but all right. I'm like, shots fired for no reason. I don't blame him. If I were, you know, your dad, I would have put you in a bubble like Bubble Boy. Can't trust you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but... Hello to all our listeners. This is the episode of It's On Us. I go by Ash. With me today, I have the boys, the guys with me. I have Clifton with us. Yo, how y'all doing out there? I have my boy, John. Hello. And we have, you have multiple names now. Yeah, I'm just building up. I got the Glizzy Guzzler, Henny Waster. Um, any any other ones we want to add what on did, this What week? did Leah call you yesterday? Fat Jesus or something Fat like that? <laughs> something like that. She called me know. Fat Jesus. Damn, oh my. That shit was pretty funny. You got a lot of names. Though. More like Jesus, because you got a minor Jesus. team. <laughs> team. Fat yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah, so this week on uh, It's On Us, we're going to hit on various topics. We have, uh, first of all, first and foremost, happy Father's Day to Jacob and Clifton. You guys are the hey, fathers on this thank podcast. You. Thank um, you, thank you. I appreciate that. So how is it for you guys, you know, Father's Day, when you celebrate Father's Day? Go ahead, Jacob. It's different now since I'm a father. Like, I just, when I was growing up, just like you say it to your dad or, mm-hmm. you know, your grandparents or, you know, grandfather. But, yeah. Now it's different because like I was people are showing you it. You know, right, people are coming I, to you and saying. I was walking down the stairs this morning. Parker heard me get up, meet me halfway on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Love you, Dad. Dad, just bam right there. Made made my day. See. So and then he said it again because Shanta told me, you know, it's Father's Day. Happy say Happy Father's Day to your dad. And he said it. He's like, love you. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. So that right there. And then Taylor last year she surprised the hell out of me. Gave me a gift. I didn't. I wasn't even expecting it. You know what I mean? Wow. See. So. It, you know, made my emotional ass a little teary. I do know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, you cry. I you had I, I had a tear in the tear that just written to deploy. I had a see one of these because so. you celebrated. We celebrated his birthday yesterday. Right, right. So like, you have a whole three year old. A whole whole how, three year old. How's that hit you, bro? I'm just learning every day with him. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. So just he has a great memory. He loves puzzles. So just being able to watch him learn different things and just being a part of it, it's it's really cool. Dope, dope. No, that's dope. And for Clifton, for you. Man, my Father's Day has been great. Uh, we celebrated last year when he was in the oven, but this is like the first year like he's like out and about. So it feels awesome to know I can get up. Um, you know, he embraced me with a hug after breakfast and everything. And just to know that I have a creation now that's looking up to me and who's going to celebrate me every day, <clears throat> once every day out of the year and stuff like that. It feels good to know because... I know I'm only going to be celebrated if I do right, so hopefully I can keep doing that going forward. And having a one-year-old, it doesn't leave up. Uh, I mean, it does test my patience. Sorry, everybody. I was, like, tongue-tied. I need more water. But, um, yeah, it tests your patience a lot being a parent. I will say that. But he's helped me grow in many areas. I appreciate my son very much, and I'm very humbled to be a father on this day. It's a cool club to be a part of. See? For sure. Oh, that's awesome, man. Cause yeah, like I feel like Father's Day, like fathers in general, are underrated. You know, like they're not celebrated as much as like mothers are. And he, you heard we just said like 
I have to keep doing something right. Right, right. In order to be celebrated, where like the unconditional love should just be all year round. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and you actually asked a very nice question in the group chat earlier this week, Ash, when you said, especially for me and Clifton, because we have taken on that responsibility to help raise somebody else's child that right. wasn't ours. Yeah. And that right there, that's a whole nother pot, I guess you could say. Like, because mm-hmm. I've told my stepdaughter, you know, I call her my daughter, not really stepdaughter, like, look, to you got a parent. Mm-hmm. You got a mom and you have a dad. Mm-hmm. I know my role. I am Jacob. You need me. You need to spit something off my head. You need that ride because you went to a party and you drank and you don't want to call your mom and put up with that? Call mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I'm going to give you shit. But I'm also going to give you be that guy to take you to Taco Bell at 2 o'clock to make sure you wake up feeling all right. Because you've been there before. I've been there before. Yeah. So you're more so of like the, I guess, like cool dad, stepdad. Yeah, just just because I tell her, like, look, I'm going to give you shit. If you fuck up, I'm going to give you shit. That's my job. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to help you learn from it because we've all been there. Mm-hmm. I said, that's how I look at my role with you. So, And we had the understanding. I'm very open with her. See, it is what it is. That's what it's about, though. And for Clifton, you to step up as well. Like you're almost like the same situation. Like mm-hmm. you've had somebody; they already have kids, so it's like you're essentially their father figure type of yeah. deal. You know? And I love them very much, and they love me. And going back to what you said, and this is why I said, you know, you have to work day in, day out, and yearly in order to deserve that love. Like I hear, like you know, fathers should be loved unconditionally, like unconditionally, naturally. But both parents should, but just like a marriage or a friendship or anything like that just like you're building a kid it takes work and you should be doing that day in and day out with max effort in order to be rewarded with you know how do i say like in a day where you're truly celebrated because you put that time in you know so mm-hmm. i feel like i agree with you but i also believe that men should go in and do they work day in and day out because we have a lot of fathers nowadays and i'm not trying to poop on them on father's day mm-hmm. but who unfortunately take fatherhood for granted. And I don't like seeing that because these kids really do need both parents in their life. Yes. And <clears throat> it takes a superhero to do this because for it's sure. not for everybody. Bruh. It's not. So I commend all the fathers and mothers out there who do put in the work day in and day out and deserve a mother's day or father's day where they're pampered and catered to because it's a lot of work. Yeah. I think we had this conversation like, like months ago, maybe years ago, we're just like, as like fathers, are you guys are like basically like the new generation of fathers because like your dad's dad wasn't in touch with their emotions. They didn't know how to like emotionally vocalize right, right. where they're at in life. Even my dad. Yeah, you just kind of shun it off and just like, this is I, how it's supposed to be. No, no shit against my dad. Love my dad, mm-hmm. but he, there was like times I growing up. Why are you crying, Dad? I don't know why I'm crying. I can't. Yeah. I don't know why. But now since I'm almost 30 mm-hmm. I know why I, I'm vulnerable I, I'm anxious I'm naturally this way mm-hmm. I can't change who I am Yeah. I had your cousin told me he seen me cry he said wow he said I respect that I said why mm-hmm. he said I don't see that he said especially how old you are and yeah. you show vulnerability you show that it is okay mm-hmm. I'm like one I had to learn I had to learn how to be comfortable Showing that being in front that, of people, being that vulnerable, especially in, that in front space. of you guys, my brothers. You know, yeah. I had to learn that because growing up in high school, shit. If you see somebody, 16, 17 year old guy, a guy crying, the fuck you crying for, bitch? Yeah, that's the shit that, you that, hear. That's kind of what it was. Yeah, 
So now I have to be like, Parker, look, it is okay. You are a human. You are allowed to show emotion. I don't care what anybody has to say. They got something with you. They got something with me too. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Not saying I won't pull up on a third grader, but still, hey, if that's what it takes. You want all <laughs> right. the smoke, but, so. but I'm gonna let him know it up, is open okay. Open the door, and kick the little kid like in the chest, like <laughs> it's okay to show your emotion. Sparta, Sparta right. kick, him. right? Yeah. And you definitely need to let your kids know that you're emotionally there for them, and that's what I do the most for my stepchildren. You know, because I know they know that they have a father and everything. So my role is like Jacob. I try to be a guardian. I try to be a wise teacher to them and help them just become men without putting in too much discipline because, you know, again, they have a dad who's supposed to play that role. And I think I do a great enough job to the point where, like I said, they love me and I love them. And I love being a stepfather on top of being a father. Those are my boys. All of them. You guys are breaking the cycle in a, in a positive, impactful way. Man, we just doing what we do, and we loving what we do. Yeah, you're supposed to love the life you live and live the life you love type of deal. So, mm-hmm. And the oldest, man, he's a trip, man. I love my oldest because, like, he just says shit that just throws me for a loop. And just to watch him grow up and just his mind expand and the questions he asks, like, kids do say the damnedest things. You'll be, See? like, surprised, like, the stuff they're into. Extremely inquisitive. Like, I was hanging out with uh, James... Uh, Carter yesterday and mm-hmm. his son just asking Questions. a thousand and one <laughs> what's what's the most expensive car? Why is that the most expensive car? And I'm like I Isn't don't know. it beautiful? Yeah. There's like a, that curiosity is like blissful because you don't really see it like as much. Like kids are probably like, like I said we had this conversation. The closest thing to like God, you would say. Because they're like I believe that. There's no awesome. fear in little kids. It's all like True. implemented by older people that's like because 'cause we're scared, you should be scared, but no, kids are fearless. Fearless. And they don't know. They're just learning as they go along. You know what I mean? So, One quick story. So I made a slide on our stairs off of cardboard. You know, cardboard's got that side to where it's super smooth. There's no friction. You ain't slowing down. Once you're going, you're going until something stops you. Wait, there's a sharp turn at the bottom of the steps, though. No, there's a sharp turn at the middle of the steps. We didn't go that far. Oh. We didn't. We just started at the lane. Oh, we're taking them on the whole ride. Oh, we, like, oh, we almost did. I almost. Don't touch me. So, look, I just want to try from landing first to see what happened. First, we sent cars on there. I wanted to see what they would do. And I'm like, Park, fuck it. Try it. I got your back. You know, I even put my legs down further just so he had that guidance so he didn't get the full effect. Mm-hmm. He did it once a time. I said, look, this is kind of dangerous. He's like, again, I'm like, oh, hold up. Go get those pillows. Go put those down at the steps. Mm-hmm. Go, go get this. I was like, okay, let's try this again. He did a couple more times. I was like, all right, Park, that's it. Yeah. He's like, again, I'm like, no, we, we've already chanced this enough. We've You did your salad three times. We're good. We got to, like, fold this up right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Because he's, he's collecting those moments oh, each is. time it happens. Don't be surprised if you catch him doing it on his own. Like, right. I don't remember Setting this. it up. Right. <laughs> when he's seven-year-old, Dad, remember when I was two? When we did this, let's do it again now. I'm like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I, I kind of commend you guys for having kids at our age now because, like, I think that. When I start having kids, I'll probably be a little bit older. Wonder so I why be I did as, like, it? mobile and, you know. Wonder why? No, I'll be a healthy old guy. Yeah, we'll so when I'm older, I could just have grandkids when I'm, like, 50, 55. Back, look. Here we go. That's what I was on, too. I'm trying yep. to, like, also rest by the time I'm 50. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I wasn't trying to have I mean, no high schooler in 50. And it's no knock against people oh, yeah. having kids in their 30s and stuff like that. But you do realize, like, you're going to be closer to 60 when they're 18 and stuff like that, right? And it gets harder each day as you year. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I had my baby at 28. Wait, no. Yeah, no. I had him at 27. 
Yeah. I was 27, so I'm cool with that number. I'm like, you know what? I got it just yeah. right. You'll be 18 when I'm 45. I'll be five years away from 50. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, cool. You'll be like the cool dad. Like, I can imagine like myself as a parent being like in the sweatsuits, smoking cigars, <laughs> like just laid back. Like, oh, my dad has no worries. He's just yeah. Got some aviators. Yep. Got some aviators on. Mm-hmm. Just chilling, showing up to any sporting event, just chilling. Yeah. So, yeah, fatherhood, man, that is a big role. And there's a movie out yeah, called Fatherhood yeah, by yeah. Kevin Hart. And Kevin. I didn't get to watch it, but John, Shout you watched it? Like, yeah, I watched it this morning. It, it, was, it was pretty good. It was long. It was like it was almost two hours long, but it was good. It really, you know, me not being a father, it was kind of like interesting to see how it, basically life can change in, in an instance and you may have to do it on your own. And uh, so, com, you know, committing those people, those fathers and, and mothers that do it on their own, it's a full-time job you know with no pay you know what i mean so it's yeah and there's, there's no like textbook or like manual to like no. how to raise kids literally. i tell people all the time literally parenting is learning how to perfect the art of winging it there is Ooh. no guidelines he basically in the movie they were like um they're like well we can do a c-section tonight they were like and he basically they were joking with each other he was like i haven't made, i haven't set up the crib yet like, <laughs> you know, you just got to wing it. So. And just yeah. to add on a little bit more, especially parenting with your significant other, because that right there mm-hmm. is a whole different obstacle. Like the parenting styles? You could have been raised one way, mm. and parent B could have been raised a totally different way. Mm-hmm. So then you got two people Meshing of the two are trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to take from you? What are we going to take from you? What are we just going to develop on our own to see which works? Because... Nothing else we have knowledge of works. Yeah. So that whole right there, you may think, oh, this is my parent. I'm, a but it helps you for so much more. Like I feel being a parent sharpens your skills for real world. Yeah. Like you, you would think routine, but that routine can help you be very good at scheduling for one company. More structure, more discipline, and uh, yeah. how you move. Yeah. Exactly. So it's also like just having having that extra skill set too. See, so yeah, like like you said though before, just like the two parenting styles, because some people are raised off love, some are off survival, and like trying to mesh the two is kind of like intense on one end. But you want your child to ideally have the best of both worlds, so mm-hmm. it clashes and it makes sense though. So that's dope, man. Yeah. So um, yeah, this go with like fatherhood though. Still, cause I feel like this is a really important topic. Um, from a healing aspect, talking to your father. Have you guys had those conversations where, like, he's opened up to a space where, like, I kind of apologize for, you know. Oh, my biological? Yeah. He wished me Father's Day. Happy Father's Day today. Really? Yes. I said, Happy Father's Day. I appreciate it. Back to you. No. And the last time I talked to him, I was, I'm 29 now, so I think I was, like, 22. Mm -hmm. And I actually told somebody else about this this week. It's the way I look at it now. We had a good talk at a family function. Mm-hmm. Said I don't need a father. I have a father. But we can build something. We can build a relationship. We can be cordial. We can build this. So you guys are both adults. Like right. whole ass mm-hmm. adults now. So. But that was seven years ago. And I think we maybe reached a point to where I'm waiting for him to reach out to me. And he's waiting. You know, I'm waiting for him to reach out. He's waiting for me to reach out. So it's like that time of. It's the waiting game or somebody has to take initiative. I guess, like, yeah. And it's like to, like, needed. my point of view is I want to, but I don't know how to. I want to, but I have to figure out where I'm in a headspace to where I'm not, I'm centered. 
I'm not too right. I don't act too aggressive or too, like, you know what I mean? I got to mm-hmm. ask the questions that I have in my head in a good structured way to where I don't get too much. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I'm going to do it. I just don't know when because I have to learn about that for my health side. I am half of him. I have to learn That's what true. things he, that could happen in mm-hmm. you know his life or his family's life that whether it's cancer or whatever, I have to be aware. So, yeah, but that time will come. I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. No, that's sound, man. So, John, hopefully in the future, you become a papa as well. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Papa John. Just, just got my uncle, Papa uncle John. Role, so, <laughs> yeah. But my, uh, I am a, you know, I'm, I'm a dog dad. You he's know, a fur, he's a shout fur dad. out to us. We're yeah. we're, we're fur dads. We're furry parents. And, yeah. and you know, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy eighth birthday, Bear. Shout out, Bear. Shout out. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, so uh, other topics we have for today. Uh, prayers for India. Yes, because, man, that stuff is going crazy over there. Prayers to India. I woke up this morning, and I seen a report about a another COVID-like disease. I guess it's, like, um, developed into like this fungus that grows in the back of people's eye making them go blind Mm. and doctors have to remove that eye and the fungus comes out with their eye which removes the COVID from their body and at that point they feel a lot better and they're healed and it helps them obviously live but yeah shout out to them and prayers go out to everybody who has family in India and maybe going through this because this is sad you know this COVID pandemic is bad and we have like how do I say we have like four different type of strains like out there? There's Alpha, there's Delta, COVID, and there's two others. And this may be the fifth well, one if this isn't one of those other ones. From what I'm reading about this clip, it's a it, it's like not necessarily a strand of COVID, but it's something that COVID patients get mm-hmm. to make it. So it's kind of like this is the remnants of COVID, but something else too type shit. So maybe it's related to one of those COVID strains that they right, right. I, related. I haven't heard about yeah. yet or they haven't put out there, but that's what I'm talking about. This COVID stuff is getting bad. And I think just this year alone, we've had 600,000 people die matching uh, cancer deaths, mm. which is crazy. So prayers to everybody who's been affected by COVID too. For sure, for sure. Prayers for everybody. Yeah, that's serious, man. So And uh, so we, we just passed, yesterday was June 19th. Yes. Uh, so there's two things. One not as serious uh, is was the five year Cavs uh, anniversary for their championship. I've seen that. It came I up was, in my timeline. Yeah. That was just a great time, man. Just a great time. I'll I, show you love because you've been dedicated for years, so you deserve I needed a, oh, that shit. I was downtown when they won. That shit yeah, was, was fun. So dope. So, so was my cousin. He cried. He Facetimed me and he was crying. I was very emotional. I didn't, I didn't cry, but I was I was probably, so happy. John, John probably cried. But it's in the history books, and we were a part of that history. Part like, of the history, for sure. I, I was to, in Cleveland when they won, and that it was so intense and lit. You see the raw emotion of people just, like, unify, like, the it's, it's over. It's the a, drought is over. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Just just calling back to that game, the series, just every I, – I remember, like, moments, like, in the third quarter when J.R. Smith had, like – I think he went on a 10-0 run by himself, and – just gave the gave the the team some spark. It was just great. This is great. So, well, yeah, on yeah. a more serious note, though, June nineteenth is also Juneteenth. June so, 10th. for you guys, Jacob and John, do you guys know what Juneteenth is? Have you? I'm sure, like you've heard of it before, but like it's a federal holiday now, mm-hmm. right? And that was made possible on June eighteenth. It came into legislation, right? Mm-hmm. 
So basically, it's the emancipation of, of slaves. Yes. Yep. The, yeah. When it was official. Right, in the you, South, because it was eight, neglected for so 1865? long. 1865? So in 1865. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So in... Galveston, Texas, 1865, to take control of the state. This is when it happened. That all slave, all enslaved people, are supposed to be free. So that was over 400 years ago. That 400 year mark has it's like never changes, even though it's like 500 now. But that was the whole case of it. And then fast forward to today, it's a legal holiday now. So next year we get to celebrate the progress of what Juneteenth means to us. For sure, for sure. Which is awesome. So, yeah. But it's still sad that people don't recognize that it should be a holiday. No, well, it is a holiday. I mean, it just became that on June 18th. I know, and hopefully we really do celebrate it next year. Yeah. But out loud. I know there was some local, like, events going on yesterday. I seen that the, uh, the city of Lorraine was having, so. Yeah, so I got to be a part of, uh, well, two events. I went to the one at Central Park. It was the Stop the Violence which shout is out like, to you know, that's been going for five years now. Shout nice. out to uh, Jackie. Shout out to the McCall family. Because mm-hmm. they started that because early on, they lost a son due to violence Gang in the community. Violence, yeah. So ever since then, they've been trying to like mold something different. And now it's becoming like this big, like huge like event. Next year, it's going to be even more flourish because I'll be more involved. And we'll we, be we involved. Be. Yeah, we will right. be. It's right, on us. Snap. We'll start being out in social events and we'll start to network and really put our feet on the ground and really push for this though. So snap world two times. Yeah. And then at Johnny Wilson park on the South side, they had the Juneteenth celebration. Nice. So what is this? Georgia's governor, Brian Kemp blocks make Juneteenth a paid holiday. Yeah. And and that's all well and good. Every state has their right to do that. So it's a federal, you know, so the states can interpret it in a different way. Stupid. So, so for like privately owned companies, they get to choose whether or not they want to like. Oh yeah, privately mm-hmm. owned companies can do a lot of shit. Hmm. Okay, because it my who I work for now is like a privately owned company, and I'm like, hey, June Juneteenth was just a federal holiday. We're like, well, we can't do anything about it this year, but next year, you know, we'll compensate and do what's needed. Stop so, we better do something up in that bitch. Yeah, I mean, or I'll just leave. Wanted to, you know, I I feel like. It, and employment, though, you have to have your own, like, worth. Because we had this conversation before, like, mm-hmm. no job's ever going to pay you what you're worth. So, like, start laying out, like, this is, if you want to keep me here, these are the requirements. A perfect right. example of that was your beautiful fiance. Yeah. This week, you know, she told me a little bit that she had another offer, and she sat down with her current employer, and they had some things out, and she's going to stay. And I'm like, see, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example of knowing what you're worth. Being able to have that conversation with somebody to, you know, say, hey, look, I do. Let's work some shit out. Yeah. Um, but you also have to have a little leverage. That's oh, yeah, you helps. do. Oh, yeah. You always need a little bit of leverage. Leverage helps every I mean, situation. I think that if you've been working through this whole pandemic and you're still at your same employment, you have leverage. Because I didn't leave you could have stopped working and collected unemployment like everybody right. else did. Like, it's hard for people. People don't want to even go back to work now. Mm-hmm. Sad, sad. So yeah, well's about to run dry here soon though. Yeah, it ends in what? September, I think. September cut off, yeah. September. So I wonder how that's gonna like play out. It's gonna affect work ethic and everything bad. Yeah, like over by Kensington Square over in Illyria, that McDonald's is starting off at thirteen an hour. I was like, Whoa, McDonald's paying thirteen an hour it's Ma- starting. Manager like, six bad. Manager sixteen. 16. <sighs> that's a that's a pretty fair okay rate. Right. 
But Look. it goes back to are you worth that? Because I'll, I'm four to fifteen dollars an hour of raising the stuff because I just read a report the other week too. Like everything went up five percent across the board, and they plan on keeping that way in order for the economy to recover. But to me, that only says inflation is happening again, and they're not raising everybody's you know money. Mm-hmm. So if that's happening, raise everybody's money. But I agree with Julian. Whenever this debate comes about. Jobs need to look at you like you're worth that. If you're not going to show up in every day and be worth 15 an hour, why should I hire you? Just because you think you deserve it? No, you need to work and deserve it. People, and I think that's only fair. Yeah, people definitely mm-hmm. think they're entitled to, like, that. But, like, your work ethic shows, like, through your work. Like, are you really a good employee for the most part? You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. Just showing up does is a role, but, like, how you contribute to your job. Like, While you're you really, there. Yeah. Are you really an asset to your job? Are you really just there to collect the paycheck? One of the greatest compliments I ever got from a job was during my review at Mary Ridge. My supervisor said, Jacob, what I like about you, you don't know the word no. Then I said, well, George, what are you talking about? I don't know the word no. He's like, think about it. Whenever we ask you as a supervisor to do something or if you can do something, you don't say no. You say, He's, yeah, I got you. He says, I figured it out. I'll get it done. He's like, we love that about you. He said, you just have that I'll get it done attitude. Like even... My supervisor, like the head supervisor above him, was like, you know why we wanted you for this job? I said, why? He said, because you can get it done. He said, you don't complain. You just find a way to get it done. You get it done. Mm -hmm. He said, you come in here with good attitude. And if you think about it, any warehouse experience you're learning by filling orders, by doing this, by doing that, Mm -hmm. you could translate to skills to put on your resume to help you get a better employment job. Yeah. True. Sounds good and places love people like you, but at the end of the day, that sounds all good and dandy, but make sure you pay me for all that convenience right, right. to compliment me about. Right. I can only make so much because it was contract union shit. But, oh, okay. But still, just, just to Gift have. Gift cards work too, though. Just to have that from a supervisor that's been there for 20, 30 years mm-hmm. that can actually talk to you on a real life shit too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Gary Lyons. Yeah, because like. And John Sarowski. Yeah, in my employment. I have like real conversations with them and like it's not about challenging them it's just about okay I have critical thinking skills and I know what I'm worth so like I'm going to challenge you guys to see like how open and broad you guys want to be moving forward because you're a growing company I'm a growing individual do our interests meet at some point if not then we have to split ways no hard feelings but like right, right. that's the space you have to get to and even like we're about to start pretty soon we're going to get our LLC for our business. It's on us. We're doing that. So, like, moving forward, I think it's going to help us adjust more just to navigate on a business aspect, you know, mm-hmm. which is critical because we want to be owners, not just workers for the rest of our lives. It's, it's gratifying, too, just just knowing that you can build something for yourself and for other people involved in a partnership, and that's what we're going to embark on. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we're educating ourselves on, too. Because we are business, you know, businesses, technically, we were given a social security number. And most people don't know that's technically like your business number. So mm-hmm. EIN is just, you know, secondary to that. So don't so, treat yourself like a businessman. You are a business man. Biz- so handle your Jay-Z business. Said that. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I tell people like when you start the LLC, like, yeah, your EIN is your social security. And then the LLC is like your birth certificate. Pretty much. You're giving birth Ooh. to something. That's like we're giving birth. Like out the gate, we're, we're made to like create something. Let me get those gems. How do you think cash. they're able to give you debt to your social right. security? That's your business number. Bastards. If they, you didn't know that or not. They if don't you didn't have you a social security number, you can't have debt. 
Can't attach it to a name <laughs> Damn Hey that's heavy man So like Are you able to give up Your social security If you wanted to like No no, nah, they're gonna kick they you out of America. They're gonna be like, they no, you, you, gotta, you gotta have this. We need this for you. It's a requirement. Wait, this is your this is your number. You're assigned to it, and you're gonna be assigned to it until you die. Type right. shit. And when we look at that number and whatever the bill is after, we may pass it to somebody. We may shake our head and be like, oh man, they took care of their business, they had life insurance. Somebody get money from this business. Good for them. Right. Because that's what you do with life insurance. Again, your business is technically giving away money to another business, whether it be your son or anybody yeah. else that you make the beneficiary but to get people in that mind frame i'm like you are your own business you are your own brand think about yes. this yes. we are building a brand and i read some paperwork like once i'm like done i guess die mm-hmm. guess who's gonna get my share taylor and parker there you go as they should but you got to educate them along the way right. so like, like look when i'm done this is y'all right this you could you it's up to you to do what you want with it if you want to be like you know what i don't want to be involved i'll take whatever shares i'm able to get and you know do it to something else that's fine if you want to be involved that's fine but at least i know i'll be able to leave something for them right and for people who get confused when they hear about life insurance or get scurried off i had a breakthrough today like with enlightenment Put, put it this way the reason why you get a car insurance and the reason why it's required is because at some point you're bound to get hit on the road. Not because it may be your fault and maybe somebody else's fault. And insurance comes in, inspects it, and they pretty much point the finger for you and somebody gets paid. So with that being said, life insurance, look at yourself as a car. You're going to pay for yourself. And if anything ever happens versus passing debt, you're going to life insurance is going to come in, inspect it and be like, so-and-so is assigned this amount of money because they were paying on their insurance in life just in case they pass. It's that simple. That's a crash course to life insurance. Hey, you are a, the car. That sounds because people out here driving with no fucking insurance on their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's serious, though. I like that a lot, though. Yeah. So, yeah, it just kind of ties into, like, our other topic, which is connections and social networking. Right? So, how how important would you say that is for us right now? Okay. Extreme. So... Prior to, prior to us developing the podcast, mm-hmm. say to a certain extent, it's important. Yeah, you want to be able to maybe connect with an own classmate that has a business that you're interested in and want to learn about or some family that you don't talk to that much. Mm-hmm. After helping develop the podcast, that's just so important. Just mm-hmm. just from a business mindset alone, just getting your name out there, letting know people who you are just and just creating and speaking on, you know, getting your name out there, I'm not going to put our technique out there because we've been doing our research and this idea belongs to us. But the airdrop idea, I'll just say it that simple. Mm-hmm. Remember that airdrop idea that was shared in our group chat? Mm-hmm. That's big for social networking. I loved that for idea. Sure. Yeah. That whenever, yeah, you're always around people who have iPhones and their airdrop is constantly on. So just drop. Oh, or QR codes. I've noticed a lot. Just people yeah. putting QR codes on their business cards now and stuff like that. I'm like, OK. Okay, some people it's, are with it. Social networking is super, super important right now just because it's so readily available. It's free. Of course, they're using our data for other things probably. Yes, they are. Um, however, it's a way to promote, advertise, and just communicate. And I think that social media, it, you see it, if you're not communicating with your friends, you're probably communicating with somebody to argue with them. And that that needs to change. It's just there's so negative so much negativity in social media right and versus doing that we're taking that 
attention and we're channeling it into building bridges of positivity. So that way, when we do engage, it's a, you know, a structured conversation to hopefully build a good relationship. Absolutely. You don't always have to argue online. Let's do business or let's just have a good friendship and introduce our worlds to each other. For sure. Yeah. We all got commonalities. We all, I, I, you, you said this a long time ago, Clifton, you were like, um, I, I forgot who we were talking about. You said they put on the same pants that I do one leg at a time. Every day. And, and everybody does. You know what I mean? And nobody's above nobody else. We literally wake up out of bed, and when we put our pants on, we put in one leg at a time. Whether if you're rich, poor, or middle class, you know what I mean? You're not better than anybody else. And if you're jumping in your pants, you probably need to go get, get evaluated, honestly. <laughs> because, I mean, that's kind of weird, unless you got a big booty. Shout out to big booty women out there. Jamie, <laughs> don't kill me. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Every good body goes through it at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, man. And nobody should think that you know their shoulders is just above the next man i don't believe in that mm-hmm. i don't yeah so like i sent this picture in the group text just to go with this conversation i said if you collect 100 black ants and 100 red ants and put them in a jar nothing will happen but if you take the jar shake it violently leave it on the table the ants will start killing themselves red ants believe that black ants are the enemy and while the black ants believe that the red ants are the enemy when the real enemy is the person who shook the jar so yep. the same is true in society. So men versus women, black versus white, faith versus science, young versus old, etc. So before we fight each other, we must ask who shook the jar. So in the greatest scope of things, like we have to be more collective together than we are different because we strength is in numbers. Right. There's more of us that can impact the world positively than those who just want negative. Like we. Mm-hmm. We have to normalize accepting each other for who they are, not what we want them to be. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to be a carbon copy of ourselves. No, because guess what? If you did, you would still end up arguing because you would still then you'd be mad that somebody's agreeing with you all the damn time. Right. We need to. But a lot of people are looking for echo chambers. That's their problem. They want yeah. somebody to literally echo what's in their brain, and that to me is toxic for your growth. You can't like look for like, echo chambers. Like President Forty Five. Like I don't even want to say his name. Like come on. But yeah, that's that's we we like to hear ourselves. So if we can, of course, if we can get our you know our message out and we hear it and keep hearing it, of course that's gonna boost us up. Like hell yeah, we got a following. We about to rex. We about to take over the world. No, mm-hmm. we're not. Like we gotta just normalize accepting people for who they are. And you know what it is? It's the ninety ten rule, and a lot of people don't realize they do it all the time. We spent. We don't really look at somebody and notice the ninety percent of good they do. We. And we focus on the 10% that they have. So you literally spend 90% of your time focusing on the 10% instead of focusing on the 90% of good. And everybody's just looking to attack so hard on that 10%. It's like, why? That's what's dividing us. And I'm glad that we're taking our 90% and we're just focusing on 90%. Yeah. And we're we're climbing to that 200% tile and we're taking off. We're just raising our level of awareness mm-hmm. just socially, consciously, subconsciously. And we're driving with insurance on our life mm-hmm. so that makes sense yeah so yeah so uh just to you know do our mental health checkup because we care about our health and i don't want to have that stigma of like mental health because i feel like it's like diluted now because everybody is focused on mental health so just a wellness like right right wellness check so weekly how, check how are we doing how are week? you guys one through ten? Oh, oh, damn everybody looking at me yeah. um I'll, I'll say a solid eight seven eight Okay. Any reason solid eight? No. Nah. Across the board, everything is good? 
Yeah, I, I yeah, actually I can't really complain about anything now. Parker's birthday was just past Friday. And yeah, nothing knock on wood, no vehicles are put broke down. The AOL been fixed, so yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. I mean, John? Uh you know, I like a I'll probably like an eight. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would like you, sound, like you sound sure about yeah, that. Yeah, you sound like yeah. that. Sounds like you forced like that. A, eight yeah. out. It's like an eight minus two. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a lot going on. I'm I'm pretty busy at work and at with my schoolwork and everything, and just trying to balance everything is not hard, but it's like again, we, I'm I'm the guy here talking with a. I have no kid. You know, I'm. It's just me. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you got other do I have do I have it that life. bad? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so it's just the the balancing act and doing it alone is something that I'm getting used to and we're, we'll, we'll get there. So, yeah. so everything's good. You make you make progress, right? Yeah. So Clifton for you, I'm between eight and nine. I had a car issue recently that kind of brought me down. It was like kind of untimely, but everything's fallen back into place as far as finances since I've been back from Vegas. Father's Day is today, so I can't really complain too much. I'm resting in the hammock for most of the day mentally, so. Nothing to really complain about. I could be at a 10, but I think I have to uh, start putting in more work into my body and taking time to uh, make sure I write in my journal and do things for my mental, too, to get back at a 10. So I'm going to start working out and doing my journal work again to get yeah. back to 10. Oh, that's that sound, man. That's good that you're, like I said, that level of awareness is vital to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, uh, if I could be honest, I'm like a six. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is dress from the wedding getting to you yet? Oh yeah, it's definitely okay. Playing the I was about to say, is that contributing to your number six? Uh, yeah, I would say it's that more of like trying to, yeah, like I said, I'm a, I'm my own man, so I'm trying to like navigate how I want my life to be, and it's kind of frustrating sometimes because like you have to like not pull people along, but you have to just be upfront with people like, hey, this is who I am, this is how I want to navigate. If you don't agree with this, then. It is what it is. Or or not even, like, I feel like, because I see a social media picture that surfaces every few six months that says, if you're between this age and this age and your group of friends isn't talking about X, Y, and Z and this, yeah. and then not for you. And I don't totally agree with that. Just because you could still have those friends. It could just be in a different friendship or relationship yeah. type of space. Like, you could have your friends that you talk business with and that are partners. Or you could just have those friends that you just shoot the shit with and talk sports and so I don't feel like you gotta cut them completely off. You just have to yeah. dictate what energy you give them, opposed to a different group of friends. No, oh, yeah, I just like I said, moving forward now, I'm going back up to like an eight nine now because I raised my level of awareness, did some deep breathing. I'm getting back into the meditation, like Clifton said, on the health tip. I'm starting to like, you know, just do more. So, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Oh, man, well, you know, like you said, you guys, I love that you guys do the meditation and, and everything. Cause I, I feel like I don't do that. And it's like, I did it once. N- no, I have, I don't feel, I feel like I don't have a lot of awareness of my body. And it's like, of, of yeah. my mental. It's like, it's very important support. to listen to your body because it's going to tell you what you need to stop doing, what you need to pick up on, drink more water. And yeah. John, stop, I mean, stop drinking can, so much more tequila. Man, <laughs> John can attest it is. These past couple of days have been <laughs> pretty rough. rough. Oh yeah, so we're good though. So hey, that's just where I am, and uh, yeah, moving forward, you know, we want to spread more positivity, spread the love, and just you know, be present because my presence is a present. You know? <laughs> so, Cliff, you got a drink for us for the day? 
Yeah, I got one. But before I say the gym next week, I just want to bring awareness that we are having a transgender on because we are celebrating Pride Month. And I want to shout out to everybody who's celebrating Pride Month this month. Um, Shout out to the LGBTQ. And I just want to let y'all know you guys are loved and we have not forgot about you. We are bringing on a guest next week to represent you guys. And I can't wait to actually have that conversation with them. So I just want to say shout out to that community. We love you and to everybody in my family and my woman who's a part of that community i love you too and we can't uh wait to have an episode for you guys next week so shout out to people celebrating pride month and um so before we get out of here i think this is a good one and it's simple and most people probably don't know this so take it to the bank the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary vince labardi coming from one of the good that's a whole bar that is a bar that's a bar all right jacob pick us out all right. Thank you for listening to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. Please like, subscribe, whatever you do with your regular podcast. Do that with us. Leave a review. We are on Apple, Spotify, iHeart. We post our videos to YouTube, Facebook. So please have a good week and stay tuned. And in the words of Gabe, your mama's favorite podcast. Hey. Y'all stay blessed. for listening to IOU Podcast where you can reach us out on Spotify Apple, Podbean YouTube um, and our Gmail is IOUPodcast440 and this has been a great episode with my boys and stay tuned for next week and God bless